Warning, the following podcast contains sexually explicit and violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A prestigious college in a small town on the American East Coast. A former monastery turned into a Christian dormitory. Male and female students inhabiting separate houses. It should be the safest place to get your education were it not for the fact that some students are true monsters. John Becker playing Kylie, Yorin playing Morgana, and Monica playing Sam and Fuck Mary Kill, a Monster Hearts 2 game run by Tillman. Come join our Discord chat and please consider supporting Twin Cities by Night on Patreon. Right, so let's start with Kim, uh, Kimberly. What am I saying? Morgana, of course, and Alicia, who are now in the communal women's bathroom in this part of the dormitory and it's got a fairly large mirror so you can like dry yourself off a little bit or did you want to go immediately to your room and change because i didn't i'm not sure right now if i said that correctly no that i was planning to go to the bathroom and dry it off it's black the red wine the red wine won't stain it so it will be fine it's just wet. Tillman, how busy is this bathroom? Remember, it's a girl's bathroom and girls never go to the bathroom alone. Well, right now you're the only two in there. You're not using the stalls at all, but they're all unused anyway. I would say it's not like a huge bathroom, maybe like three stalls and an equal amount of like uh, sinks, I guess. Or is it a basin? I'm not sure. And above that is a very large like mirror. It continues along the whole side of the wall. And of course, you've got like a towel dispenser, which are currently like making good use of to dab yourself off. Can you believe that she just spilled my wine over me? The bitch. Yeah. And I mean, do you know where she was the whole day? Has that been figured out? Did she like say anything? I think I put it in the group chat, but yeah, I put it in the group chat, but I haven't heard from anyone about it. Not even from her. Ooh, know what? Bet she was with Alessandro because I haven't seen him all day either. Wait, no, (laughs) you think? You know, could be. I wouldn't. Have you looked how she looked at him? Like, yes, she was leaning on me, but she was constantly looking around me to him. Like... They they broke it off, but did they really break up? I mean, I mean, the fight like a couple of weeks ago, that was crazy. Like, I thought she had lost it. Yeah, but it's Erica. She loses it about once a week. I mean, the two of them kind of fit together, I guess. They're both the overindulgent ones. Yeah, you don't say. She even overindulged in getting this all on most of my skin. Uh, can I help you in any way? Do you need something? Do you need to change? I'm not going to give her the gratification of me showing up in, like, a normal shirt. No, I don't need to change. I just need time to cool down. And I need her to disappear from my life. That'd be great. Honestly, should we really go back downstairs? What do you have in mind? I'm not exactly sure. We could just retreat with one of the wine bottles so no one spills it on either of us. I mean, come on. Was it that great of a party? Nah, it wasn't. But... Jamie plays his favorite tunes, Alessandro. Um, 
puts a bunch of stuff into a glass and calls it a drink. Yeah. Red Bull? Seriously? I'm I'm just happy that he didn't go he didn't go for the off brand. Like he could have gone for store brand, but that wouldn't have made much of a difference. Yeah, I don't know. That probably happened in conversation with Jamie. Yeah, when it comes to drinks, Jamie is a good influence, but that's about it. <laughs> a good influence, right. So my room? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Right. You want to open the door to the bathroom, but it basically flies open. And you can see Jennifer is basically carrying in Megan, who appears pretty tipsy. And Megan like disappears into a stall and Jennifer waits in front of it and kind of rolls her eyes and says things like, it's okay, we made it up the stairs. Please hurry up peeing. I kind of want to get back to the party. Do we indeed hear peeing or do we hear puking? So far, no puking, but Megan is kind of like complaining in like mm. a soft voice. She's basically just saying things like, oh man, thanks for coming with me. I just I just need a minute. Ooh, everything is kind of spinning. I turn to Jennifer and... God. By now I have an arm wrapped around Alicia's shoulders, but I turn to her real quick before we exit the bathroom fully and say, everything okay with her? Yeah, what of, did I of miss? Course. I think Alessandro saw that um, she wasn't enjoying the party and he gave her something that was like 50% vodka, I think. And I mean, she's lightweight. She's got to learn somehow, but I, I, I got it figured out. As long as you got it figured out? Just make sure you hold that pretty hair of her up. Whatever. I mean, that only happens in the movies. Yeah. No. Good luck. She pushes Alicia out of the bathroom. Alicia is like not minding this whatsoever. She is slowly putting her hand like on her jaw, on your hips. Let's go, okay? This party is so dead. Like. Yeah, I might return later. Um, yeah, mm. maybe when once it calms down. And once we have had more wine. I kept mine in the room after our pizza got stolen. I, sh I should have seen that coming. You Did know? you grab something to eat after all? Because I like kind of only had peanuts. Yeah, I had some crackers somewhere around in my room. I always keep a stash. But you want to bet that it was Erica that ate all the pizza? Nah, probably not, because otherwise she would be able to tank her alcohol better. I mean, she wasn't there, was she? I'm pretty sure she wasn't in her room. Like, I knocked on there, like twice and I texted her and there was no light. I, do you think? I don't know. Probably, like, realistically, it's probably the guys. The guys in the girls' communal kitchen. But yeah, it's probably Ryan. Yeah, probably. Or do, do you think it's, like, Sam? Nah. Well, if he was in the girls' kitchen, it wouldn't really matter anyway. Nah, it can't be Sam. He wouldn't touch someone else's, like, pizza that... That's below him. Exactly. Hmm. Eh, so we'll figure it out. And otherwise, you know, if there was pizza in the kitchen, I'd eat it. Yeah, I should I should have just locked it up in my room. But I, I mean, I wasn't really thinking straight, leaving it there. You texted me. It was urgent. So I forgot about it. It was urgent. Because if you hadn't run off and left the pizzas in the kitchen, we would have had an alcohol crisis. Well, with what Megan is going through right now, I think we have an alcohol crisis either way. No, 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 no. 
Megan has an alcohol crisis. I I'm not having a crisis. So you have by now reached like the the communal kitchen of your part of the dormitory, and Alicia is like picking out glassware and she hands it to you and then like fishes for her for her keys and you continue down the hallway to her room and now i'm wondering what it looks like hmm. so i think alicia's room has it's it's pretty average but everything is slightly higher quality than average so where most of us just have the normal bed that is provided her bed is a double bed which is slightly has a slightly higher mattress is just more luxurious because our little princess has to sleep properly because she is she does have rich parents so everything just has this air of quality around it without actively giving her much of a personal style somehow. Yeah, I would say her room is very full. You describe this um, bed that she has that basically makes it hard to move because with the small bed that you normally get, you would have um, room to walk through the room, but now you have to kind of squeeze past the bed and it's pretty much against the desk. Um, further, since she studies law, if I recall cor correctly, her bookshelf is like overflowing with various books on, well, law and what she studies. And it appears like what she, she does is very much focused on paper. Apparently, it hasn't been uh, entering the like 21st century yet, and it's not digital. However, she still got that MacBook going on, and she probably has like a very large TV mounted to the wall. Yeah, and she just rearranges some pillows on, on her bed and grabs the red wine that she has kept in her room. Uh, are you experienced in uncorking? I think I have a thing. Heck yeah, I am. Gimme. And she holds uh, up her hand and is just waving with her with her fingers, like, give me, give me the thing. She hands you the wine and she like goes through a drawer to find like a, ut a utility knife that also has a corkscrew. And she hands you that as well. Was she, perchance, conveniently leaning over? Perhaps. Then I definitely smack her ass. <laughs> Roll for hot. I rolled a five. Okay. You know she noticed. But yeah, exactly. Uh, every time you fail a roll, mark an experience. I forgot it. To mention it, but I posted it in our chat before, but yeah, I just wanted to point it out. Got um, it. I'm on three out of five. Very good. She keeps going through the drawers. She's kind of frozen for like a second, turns around with the like the utility knife in her hand, and she hands it to you, and you can tell she's so nervous. Like she doesn't know how to react at all. Nah, that's just cute. So I will just pretend nothing happened at all. And Morgana is going to pop that cork right out of that bottle. No problem at all. Okay, so unfortunately, your chance to be hot in this scene has kind of passed. But yeah. we can go back to the conversation. And let's switch over to the chapel in the candlelight and the moonlight, where Sam is pushing Kylie against a firm cold brick wall 
Sam is pressing Kylie against the wall and his hands are shaking. He's starting to fumble a little bit as that need takes over him, that feral need. He's kind of fumbling a bit with her underbust corset and like kind of cursing in his head, like very annoyed that out of all things that she could have chosen to wear, she chose something that had all these freaking moving parts to it that now he has to figure out while he's completely horny out of his mind. So he kind of reaches behind her and starts doing his best to undo the underbust. He throws it down kind of as far away from the flames as possible. And then he's trying to just lift her dress over her head. Kylie's like secretly amused by the the slowness and but hurriedness that he's going about it and like just very much reveling in where his attention is now as opposed to like 20 minutes earlier. And Kylie will let him remove her dress and he sees that she's not wearing any any other bra so bare chest and she'll still have her stocking on stockings on and a very nice laced thong does Kylie enjoy being a tease fuck yeah she does uh gathered stockings gathered as in with the clips to the top that just connect to the little band on the waist. Oh. Or fake garter, where they are directly connected without the clips. I, I was thinking, you know what, a garter makes sense. So yeah, she would she would have a garter too. Okay. Sam would slide his hands back up her legs, make sure she's still pinned against the wall. And then he's just kissing her deeply and hotly. Like he's so hot and bothered right now that he's basically like, coming out of uh, like out of his skin so he starts to unbutton the horrible plaid shirt that he bought at old navy and he just halfway through the buttons he just gets really frustrated and just rips the whole front open he rips the cuffs and just like throws it down he's not wearing an undershirt it was just that shirt and you know, he's, you know, bare chested as well. And he goes back to like kissing her neck. He peels her off the wall and starts kind of walking backwards, trying to keep an eye on where the candles are so he doesn't set themselves on fire. And then he just kind of lays on the floor surrounded by the candles and uh, pushes Kylie to sit on top of him. Did he remove his pants or was it just the shirt? Just a shirt. Okay. So in this case, he's just expecting to her to be on top and rub like, sorry, I'm trying to figure out where you're going with that. He's just at the point where he doesn't trust his hands because he's getting kind of uh, rough. Okay. So he's kind of giving her the lead. Gotcha. So instead of instead of sitting directly on him, she'll unbuckle his belt and and the button on his jeans and slowly zips it down. He can tell that she's being very deliberately slow about it. And she's got like a nice little smirk going on. But once that finally happens, she like just rips off the pants real quick. What kind of boxers is he wearing? Sam is the kind where he would wear boxer briefs. And I would imagine since he was going for the cowboy motif, he likes to match everything up. So it would probably just be a basic dark blue pair of um, boxer briefs. Excellent. Are they brand new and from Old Navy? They are, in fact, from Old Navy, and he hates them. <laughs> She'll be admiring for a moment and admire the view as he's laying down, and she could see the hunger in Sam's eyes. And without releasing eye contact, she'll, she'll massage the bulge for a little bit. 
And then when she, when she can see that Sam's getting impatient, like too impatient, that's when she'll take them off. Now, now question for you guys, is this too far? Like I can, I'm okay. 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 <laughs> As a reminder, we do have an X card system. You can okay. even put an X in the chat so you don't have to interrupt or, you know. Okay. Um, it's just the first so one, I, I so just, I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want I just to make you guys uncomfortable. have like a low barrier. If you get uncomfortable, put an X in the chat. Okay. So, so Kylie removes Sam's boxers and sees his penis in full erection and she'll she'll grab his shaft and start to stroke that and then she'll put her mouth right on the tip and through her long lashes she'll make sure to maintain eye contact with sam and she's just like waiting for that moment until he like really releases and relaxes in a way uh not like coming but just like feeling really good what's your like aim here how do you how do you deal with this emotionally like what is uh, the meaning? Yeah, Kylie, you you've taken the reins, kind of. Um, Sam has described like he he can barely like hold back. He's too too agitated, too aroused to like function basically. And you're teasing him a little bit, but also you make sure he's very comfortable. You're trying to make sure, yeah, to please him. But how do you deal with this, like on an emotional level, when you see his reaction? Uh, what does it do for you? Sorry, I think I'm having a hard time because I haven't heard the reaction, just what I think the reaction would be. Is that what oh, you're referring yeah. to? Uh, true. Maybe we can do that the other way around. Um, Sam, how are you reacting to, to Kylie? Sam is very hyper-conscious of where his hands are. He's got them at his sides and his fingertips are just very focused on just touching the floor of the chapel. So he's not going to hurt Kylie. But the second like she starts touching him, he closes his eyes to kind of focus on the sensation. But when he opens them and he just sees her just big, dark lashes staring up at him, it's like it just revs up that feeling all over again. And he's reaching out as carefully as he can. And he's holding her hair like a fistful of her hair in his hand. And he's kind of gently guiding her hand her head to where he wants her to go. And the more she bats her eyelashes at him, the more it encourages him to just get a, just a tiny bit more assertive about it. Uh, I assume this is the first time you two have sex with one another, right? I wouldn't think so. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was on the wrong track then. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're friends with benefits. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this yeah. is like a, a occurrence sometimes. Correct. Definitely not the first time that they've done this. And I, I think that it plays into the fact with how quickly they moved into it. Yeah, you two have been very assertive and quite confident so far. So with Sam having Kylie by the back of the head, just guiding her, she, she'll she fight back a little bit because she wants to be, she wants to stretch it out a little bit. She's not concerned about somebody coming in, coming in but she wants to, in a way, show that she's really the one in control and that... She's the one that he has his focus on. So she's like drawing that out on purpose. And and when she's good and ready, she'll make sure like deep throat him, make sure it's nice and wet and climb on top of him. Not without, not taking her thong off. She'll just move it to the side and slide him inside of her. Sam, as that happens, do you feel like you can hold on or are you? 
really eager for more. Can you barely hold back? I would say Sam is trying to hold back because I would assume given the state that he's in, given the nature of what he is, he's very much so on edge. Like he wants to be rough, but he's trying to hold that back. He also wants to make sure that she's taken care of, but he's afraid to hurt her. But nevertheless, he's going to, when she climbs on top of him, he's going to hold her hip, hold her steady and just guide her down. And when she's in an okay position, he's just going to reach up with one hand and um, start caressing her breast. Now, Sam, because he's a musician, his right hand, his fingers are a little callous. So his fingers, there are a little bit rougher than on his other hand. So he's massaging her breast. And as she's writing him, he's going to hope that he has the peace of mind and is collected enough to reach down and he's going to attempt to simultaneously find the clitoris. So I imagine you are shaking and you're not sure whether this like He normally would know where he is. Okay. He would know where it is, but right now his hands are just a shaky mess, correct? Yeah. And you're not sure, is it just lust or is it the cold rock floor against your butt? He's definitely pretty sure it's the lust at this point. Are you two using protection? I don't think we thought of it. No, but Kylie would be on birth control. I don't see a reason why she wouldn't be at this age. Yeah, I assume it befits her lifestyle. Now, obviously that doesn't deal with the whole any sexually transmitted stuff, which is what condoms are good for, but like at least that aspect of it is relatively taken care of. I mean, you two are established. I would say you probably have that level of trust for one another. So so once Sam has more or less found his places, Kylie will slowly and methodically move her hips, not in an up and down motion, but a how to how to explain this so people can picture what I'm saying. It's back um, and forth. Yeah, like a back and forth, like the the hips are just tilting. And being very slow and enjoying the feeling of Sam and Sam doing his best with the shaky hands. And that probably actually feels really good. Once Kylie's done that for a bit and Sam feels that he's getting really close, he's going to try to uh, lift her off and then put her on all fours. He's going to get behind her. He's going to enter her from behind and he's going to like hold himself steady with one hand, just use the other to just keep stroking her clitoris. And then he's going to get right into her ear and he's going to just kiss right behind her ear and then whisper, looks like the wolf does get the little red riding hood in the end. And and when he says that, Kylie will like arch her back even more because I imagine the hand that he has on her is on her shoulder and she'll lean back into him and that would be like the perfect moment for him to really just hit the right spot. And she's, she's moaning and almost to that point of screaming in pleasure. And when she starts moaning like that, it just really sets up. It just kind of soothes that primal need that he has to just feel that prey just melting under him. And when he feels her screaming, he'll just go a little harder. He'll make sure it's very important to him. He'll make sure that she comes first. And then he'll finish inside her. All right. You two have sex moves on your character sheets. So please read them out right now. 
for Sam, his sex move states, when you have sex with someone, you establish a deep spiritual connection with them until either one of you breaks that spirit connection, either by having sex with someone else, you would add one to all roles made to defend them. You can tell when that connection has been broken. That'll be very interesting given that she's sleeping with the Dean too. (laughs) Uh, Kylie's sex move is when you have sex with someone, they gain the condition one of them. While the condition remains, they count as part of your gang. So you gained a talented musician for your gang. I'd say very talented. So Sam, as as you know, you are past the point of no return. You're losing control over what is happening. You just caught in the movement, basically in the run out. You close your eyes in pleasure, but in front of you, you see a different scene. You have kind of an out-of-body experience. You see yourself behind Kylie in that church from a different angle, kind of twisted. And you see your hands trying to grip to Kylie's hips, but losing control. Then you have a flashback of sorts. You see hands on a steering wheel, frantically trying to control a car that smashes into a figure on the road and then collapses into the ditch. Sam, in his mind, he's trying to stop that scene. He's he's very... He's kind of out of place. He does, he was just in one place. He's in another. Something like this happens to him often, but not to the extent where he's seeing somebody die. So as Kylie's coming and he's going to come after her, he has that vision and he just holds her tightly and, and just grunts and says, I can't, I can't. Oh no. And then he finishes. A few minutes pass, I guess. You're just collecting yourself on the dusty floor of this chapel, trying to keep each other warm. What is happening between you now? I would say Sam, because he cares for Kylie and she's not just any girl. He would be stroking her sweaty hair away from her face and maybe giving her soft kisses on the forehead and her neck. And as they're calming down, he's going to say to her, this is going to sound so freaking nuts, but... Right at the end there, I I saw something. I, I know you don't really understand how things are with me, but sometimes, especially when I'm with you, I have these like these almost visions. And I think I think I saw that kid that died on this hill. The the mumble rap kid? Yeah, that guy, you know, the cokehead, little little tweet, little pecker, whatever the hell his name was. I could have sworn I just I saw the car turning. And he was on that bicycle, just high off his nuts. And he just got hit by the car right as you came. It was the weirdest fucking thing. Kylie will just nod because she's really not sure what to say to that. In a, in a weird way, in the back of her mind, that's like, it sounds like, oh, that's a really weird way to get off. <laughs> but she doesn't say that. She thinks a lot better of that. He can kind of see that there's some apprehension with her and he realizes that he's been a little weird because if someone had said that to him and he were human he realizes kind of how odd that sounds but because you know he's at that point of like after that ecstasy hit his inhibitions are a little lowered but realizing that Kylie looks almost confused and maybe 
a little disturbed that while he's having sex with her, he's thinking about some mumble rapper getting hit by a car. He's going to just smirk at her and say, all I'm saying is the sex was so good. It gave me an out-of-body experience. Nobody fucks like you, baby. Kelly will release the tension that she had unintentionally gathered and she'll melt into his arms. I imagine that she's the little spoon right now and the warmth of Sam is keeping her back warm. You're not half bad yourself, sweetie. I was considering whether this is another situation where I could use your turn someone on move or if that is kind of like the end of this moment. I would leave it up to you. If you like have a motive like you want to maybe arrange a next time or move this relationship somewhere it hasn't gone yet, you could use that move, I would say, if you want to. As in that's something that Sam would do or that's something that Kylie would do? Either way. And Kylie's definitely open for more sex, but I don't think that she would push for a a deeper relational connection at this point. Yeah, Sam feels sated by what just happened. At the very minimum, he's not thinking about Morgana, which tells him he's not as close to becoming his darkest self. So he feels like he's taken a step back from that ledge and he's just kind of caressing Kylie. And uh, once they've cuddled for a little bit, he'll say, I think we should get you back to the party. But first, you know, you've got to get dressed. I hope I didn't ruin your outfit. I tried to be very careful. I'm more concerned about your outfit, but I suppose you can always uh, stop off at your dorm and change into something else. Yeah, I think I'm over this cowboy bullshit. Well, and if you're not over this mood, maybe we can get together after the party as well. You know how to reach me. And Kylie will stand up and start gathering her clothing items that have kind of been scattered throughout the chapel and start putting them on and trying to get her hair back into relative place. As you both put your clothes back on, you realize the dormitory group chat is going absolutely wild. Something must have happened. Do you like the supernatural setting in a modern world that Monster Heart brings? Our Changeling The Lost Game might be exactly what you are looking for for your next story. You'll discover what it means when you've been kidnapped by Faye, learn to live in a world that changed without you, and discover a big secret.